Hello, Otsego Nights community, and welcome back to the Roundtable Podcast. We are your hosts, Luke Barber and Kaden Knapp. Today we are sitting down with Jessica Martinez, Otsego's Technology Integration Specialist, and Luke Swartz, Otsego's Director of Technology. Hey guys, thank you for coming on. How's it going? This is awesome. This is really cool. (laughs) So this is our first time having two guests on one podcast. So how about you guys start off with telling us a little bit about yourselves? All right. My name is Jessica Martinez. Um, I am the technology integration specialist here at Otsego. Um, I have been with the district for about 10 years. I started as a secretary years ago, and then I transferred in. I taught sixth grade, fourth grade, and then I was an elementary computer teacher before I became the technology integration specialist. Yeah, and uh, I work with a company uh, that's uh, called the Northwest Ohio Computer Association. We service schools in uh, Northwest Ohio um, with all kinds of services, um, including hardware services. And then uh, from there, I was asked uh, by Otsego to come and fill in here full time. Uh, so technically, I'm still employed with another company, but uh, I kind of fell into this job and I love it so much. I don't think I'll be going anywhere else. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Probably been here for 10 years now, I think, at Otsego. So, Jessica, how long have you been here at Otsego? I started in teaching in 2012, and then I took over as technology integration specialist after COVID in 2020. So, can you both give a brief description of what ex- exactly your jobs entail? Sure. Um, So as a technology integration specialist, I'm working on getting technology in the hands of our students. Um, Sometimes that's working with teachers and training them on how to use Chromebooks or how to use their devices in their classroom. Other times that's working directly with students. And um, I spend a lot of time in kindergarten and first grade trying to get their little hands to learn how to use the Chromebook and figure things out on their own. That's cool. Um. A brief description. Um, a brief description would be anything that has runs on electricity. I would say, <laughs> pretty much. Um, uh, it's it, technically I'm, I'm, you know, responsible for making sure that all the technology in every classroom is working and functioning properly. Uh, it, it, that includes Chromebook repairs and uh, teacher computers, phones, um, the parking light, uh, the lights in the parking lot outside. Uh, (laughs) Anything that uh, seems to run on electricity has eventually fallen into my hands. Hmm. So you're more, more, you're more of the fixer. You, you make sure everything's going smooth. Yes. So the moment something breaks down, yes. (laughs) You're who everyone calls. Yeah. It could be as, yeah, it could be a cell phone or a a large piece of equipment outside. Yes. (laughs) So what made you two want the job that you have? Mine's pretty easy. Uh, When I became a teacher and I had the ability to work with students in technology, I always loved watching how kids use technology Um, I got my master's in uh, educational technology, so it was really easy to transition into this role and um, try to figure out the bigger picture of how we could get kids using what, you know, for us growing up, being older, we didn't have 
technology in schools like we do now. So for me, it was really cool to see what kids kids can do on technology. It's awesome to see former students doing this kind of stuff. Um, so for me, it was really easy. I, I loved teaching, and this made it easier for me to really enjoy um, bringing in the new stuff for my students. Um, I don't love teaching. <laughs> uh, to be Perfectly honest with you, I, I didn't really love school very much either, uh, but I love technology. I love it. Um, I love knowing how to do things that other people don't know how to do. Like as a kid, I did. Um, and I think that's kind of what led me. I just, I always had a computer in my house. My mom was uh, in the technology department for the Department of Transportation. Um, and she let me do whatever I wanted to that computer. I was able to open it up, take parts out. You know, oh, like wow. expensive computers. Uh, and uh, that's kind of where I got my love for computers. I went to DeVry University for electronic engineering, uh, like building circuits and stuff. I didn't really want to do that, but I, I think it kind of just led to falling. You know, when you're looking for jobs, you find something you want to do, and it, it eventually just kind of, you know, led us here. So, And that's why Luke and I work great together, because I don't like that piece of it, but I like the easier, the user-friendly you know, to be able to sit down with a teacher and say, this is really easy. Let's make it easier for you. Right. And and I'm kind of a slob. <laughs> she cleans up after me. So <laughs> that's wonderful. It's a great, it's a great work relationship. Hey, they say teamwork makes a dreamer. It, for does. Right. That's right. it does. You make a great team. It does. It's going well. So over the past summer, there's been a lot of technology updates in the district. Would you guys mind to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I could fill you in on some of that. Uh, it's usually just me here with a couple of uh, college students or something over the summer doing all the technology stuff. So uh, this summer, we were lucky enough to get a grant that allowed us to purchase 40 uh, Clever Touch interactive panels for the classrooms. I'm sure you guys have, have seen some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, uh, All of those came mid-June, I think. Um, and we had about a month and a half there to get them all up uh, and functioning. So uh, along with that, we also had a thousand Chromebooks we had to prep and get ready. Uh, this particular room was filled. I, I don't know if you, you guys probably didn't see them. This room wasn't a podcast room. It was a Chromebook storage room. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we, that's, uh, there's always something like that every summer. So this summer was Chromebooks and, and uh, clever touches. And on top of that, I, you have cleaning crews that go through here. Uh, they go through every single classroom and they have wax the floor or clean the carpet, which means they have to take everything, including the teacher desk and all the technology, out of the rooms. So on top of our normal job, we then follow behind uh, them to put the classrooms back together as well. Mm-hmm. So I bet that you, uh, Ms. Martinez, have definitely spent some time uh, getting people used to the clever touches. Yeah, at the elementary especially, um, you know, across the district, getting the Clever Touches to interact the way we want them to. Anytime you put new technology in the hands of teachers and students, it's going to take some time. There's a little bit of a learning curve, but there's also um, just making sure everything's fun- functioning correctly. So with all the moves over the summer, teachers move classrooms, uh, the classrooms that they're already in get cleaned. We had some leaking issues at the elementary so things get unhooked and rehooked in so that first couple weeks of school is always crazy just making sure everybody is up and running properly um the chromebooks have been cool because getting the new chromebooks here gave us a lot more um ability to stretch the old chromebooks that we had getting those back into the elementary getting ones functioning at the elementary that work a little bit better um you know sometimes with the chromebooks the 
the touch pads go out and that's really hard for elementary students to decipher whether a mouse is best for them or um, the touch pad. So the first couple of weeks, it's always kind of crazy with that. Um, and then, like I said, trying to get K to five using their Chromebooks, the maximum amount, the maximum amount that they can. Um, we spend a lot of time staff meetings and trainings. I've been sending out a technology newsletter to our staff to try to get easy ideas into their hands. Their plates are already full. So I spent a lot of time doing that and did this summer and, and as we came back to school. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really awesome that you guys have updated so much. Yeah, it's, we're, we're very fortunate to have gotten the grant that we did for the Clever Touches because our smart, our smart boards were really, they've seen their time. Yeah, <laughs> they've been around for a while. They have, uh, yeah. So what are some challenges each of you have gone through with your shops? Mm, I'll let you go first. I think the amount of technology. Um, it's awesome. It's such a privilege. You know, I, I know when I talk to other people in other districts and have other friends that I um, that are teachers that I graduated college with maybe, and I tell them we are a one-to-one district, K-12, that's not a common thing. So, you know, Mr. Swartz has done a lot to make sure that all of our students have Chromebooks, but then also all this technology, the, the clever touches, getting grants. Um, that's been huge for us. And I definitely think that that it, it's a great challenge to have, but it's hard. Sometimes there's just the two of us in a district, um, him being the primary, if there's an issue, but we're also in separate buildings. So, you know, sometimes if a teacher needs help here, he's helping out doing things that would technically be my job, or I'm at the elementary trying to help out do things that might be his job technically. So, kind of spreading ourselves out and making sure that we're getting to things promptly and um, making sure everybody's taken care of is probably one of the biggest challenges. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what are some of the challenge, challenges that come with your job, Mr. Swartz? Um, <clears throat> every day is a challenge, I would say. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's really just problem solving, troubleshooting. Um, yeah, the, you know, knowing about electronics and technology is great, but a lot of it's, it, it translates to just solving problems. So you have to kind of be creative in, um, in how we, like, for example, uh, we got, uh, Mr. Cope told us last year, hey, I got a grant for 40 clever touches. Great. The rest was up to me. You know, so that's kind of a challenge. <laughs> Where do we buy them? How do we put them in, a, in the room? When we get them in the room, what does it look like? How do we mount them to the wall. What kind of cabling do we need? What do the teacher desks need? That's normal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, that is challenging. Um, But then there's also the challenge now that we're into it. We have one board in the district that's been giving us fits and the teacher's having a hard time using the interactive touch. And we've tried many different things and we were just having a discussion 10 minutes ago. Um, We haven't figured it out yet. So do we take the board completely down? And then now we have the challenge of students are in building. So you can't go into a second grade classroom and take down their board on a Wednesday afternoon. So the challenge of kind of figuring out, you know, when is the best time and how to solve the problems. Yep. So there are challenges every day Uh, to say which one's bigger. uh, It's it's hard to say, but uh, um, it's, it's, it's cool though, because, when you leave here and you're in the outside world and there's challenges, you're, you can come up with creative ways to solve them. It's cause that's what we do all day, every day. So yeah, it works out pretty good. Um, we love a challenge. It's something different every day. It's not tedious. You never know what you're going to run into 
each day. So it's pretty Some cool. Some days feel a little more productive than others. We also just <laughs> had that conversation. You yes. start 10 different things and sometimes you can't always complete a task. So. Yes. Yeah. There's days we're working all day and we haven't gotten one ticket closed. It happens. How do you prioritize like th- each thing you get each day? That's a very good question. So we do get incredible amounts of work requests every day. Um, you kind of, I guess you, you think what's the number one goal here for teachers, really, the teachers to be able to teach. If uh, So if there's a, a major piece of equipment down in a classroom where they can't teach, that's number one. Um, or, you know, any emergency services like phones. So so there are things that we're aware of that are the most important. Is everybody safe? Does everybody, uh, can everybody learn in a classroom? And once those are taken care of, then we can, we'll start chipping away at the rest of the work requests too. But uh, we try to be a little proactive in some of those things too. You know, we had a couple work requests come in today about a Chromebook issue in a classroom. So we try to make sure, for example, at the elementary, every classroom has an extra Chromebook in the classroom. So okay, this student, their Chromebook isn't working, but easy enough, we have an extra, we'll swap it out. So we try to be proactive and so that if there are issues, um, teachers can problem solve a little bit on their own and that ticket can kind of hold off. Mm-hmm. So uh, after you know doing it for so many years, you start to know what you know what's going to become a very big issue very quickly. So yeah. All right. So what are you guys most proud of regarding your work so far? Mm. Do you want me to go first on this one? I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty <laughs> proud. I have organized Luke a yes. lot over the last yeah, couple I, of years. Yeah. That's I'm been her, big. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I've heard uh, there's been a few students that have left, uh, graduated here that I worked with, um, that over the years I heard that they went into technology just because they worked with me. That's super cool. Um, I actually didn't, you know, I feel like I got into technology for very selfish reasons, because I love technology, I uh, I have access to new stuff all the time. But the uh, uh, un- unanticipated side effect of that was that I am making a difference. I am there's see you are a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I yeah unintentionally am a teacher. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, there's a lot of kids now. I like Logan Zolch. Um, he works with me now. He graduated here. Um, he was a part of our esports team when it originally started. We built a computer in there, and he ended up being a tech aide for me. And now he goes to BGSU in computer sciences. Um, AJ Digby, uh, he worked with me for three or four four years, I think, in the summer times. And he now, I like to think that he's he isn't a technology job at a school just because of me. So I say <laughs> it's all me. But but uh, yeah, it's it's. I think that's probably what I'm most proud of. I think that's the same for me. For me, it's um, the little kids that, uh, you know, seeing elementary kids who might not be good at reading or writing, but they can get on a computer and code something. It's like, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. awesome. I like to see kids do that. And yeah, it's cool to see as they graduate. And that's what jobs are becoming. They're so deeply technology-based. and yeah. um, We're all going to be real robots here in the next yeah. 20 years, I say. That's my goal. <laughs> Get a lot more done. Yes. That's for sure. <laughs> so what is your guys' favorite thing about the Atsio community? I would say the community, just the community members in general. Um, it, seems, it seems like when, when there's a crisis in the area – or there's an issue, or it, it seems it's just the way the community comes together here all the time. Um, 
I think you're a perfect example of that, right? Uh, I, I remember before I even uh, knew you, Caden uh, and I are, are neighbors. Uh, you guys had a, a, a house fire, I believe, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I think it was within a couple of days that uh, there was a, a house provided. Yeah. Um, wow. Clothes, everything just provided just out of just from the community. Um, the school, it's a really tight uh, community here and, and, and uh administrative team and, and teachers and everybody here are just amazing to work with. So, um, you don't find that everywhere. So it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely one of my favorite things here. I could not agree more. Um, I actually don't live in the Otsego community and I did not graduate from Otsego, which is kind of rare here. Most of the teachers have some piece of, uh, Otsego as part of them. My mom worked here for 26 years. She just retired. Um, I went to a neighboring school that I will not mention. <laughs> um, but when I started working here, I knew I wanted my kids to come to Otsego. So even though I'm not in the district, I open and roll my kids here. Um, the goal is to eventually move to the Otsego community. But it's all, for all those same reasons that Luke just said. It's it's the really, you know, Mr. O'Shea has really done the one heartbeat thing. And I really feel that way. Whenever something happens here, uh, everybody feels it and everybody responds to it. So Definitely uh, something to love about Otsego. We've talked about that before a lot, that the the whole one heartbeat thing. It does feel like the whole community is like one one big family, really especially for, for us, like the students, because we've pretty much grown up together to the point where we feel like like the New tragedies family. that happened right. in last September, like mm-hmm. everyone was affected, you know, yeah. we're all we're all connected in some way. Absolutely. And that's that's a good that's a good yeah. thing about the Atsiku community. I don't think you can find a teacher here that would blow you off if you came mm-hmm. to them with a, a problem. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we're all yeah, we're all here for each other, and that's kind of that's the definitely something I haven't yeah. seen in other places. Yep. So yeah, for yeah. sure. So, what is one piece of advice you would like to give to the listeners? I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off and back on. <laughs> Power down, restart. I have, a, I have a coffee cup that says that. Did you try to turn it off and back on? Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's my number one piece of technology advice. I don't think I can top that. That is, that is, uh, that is a valuable, <laughs> invaluable piece of advice. Um, See, I don't know. Just, going back uh, to problem solving, I feel like, right? Yeah. I mean, trying things. I always encourage kids. Don't be afraid of it. Yeah. Don't be afraid of There's it. There's always an undo button. Yeah. yeah most, there, of the time. most of the time there is. <laughs> um, yeah. Except uh, when there's not. Uh, don't be afraid of it. Get in there. <laughs> mess around with things. Figure out how it works. Figure out how to make new things out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whether that's coding or hardware or um, troubleshooting. troubleshooting or, yeah, absolutely. And if you can't do that, just turn it turn off it and off back on again. Yeah, yep. nine times out of ten, it'll work. <laughs> I feel like that's definitely like overlooked. Like people wouldn't think. Like, you have no idea <laughs> the large scale machines here that they will call me down to look at. And I said, did you turn it off and turn it back on? Honestly, it's nine tenths of the job is just power cycling things, figuring out where the giant power switch is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Yep. Finally, we would like to thank you, Mr. Swartz, for being a key factor in jumpstarting this podcast and having it run smoothly. You are one of the reasons that we are able to start this in the first place, and we are extremely grateful to have you as our technology director. As a closing question, 
How do you feel about the process of a podcast so far? Um, this is awesome. I was not expecting this. This is super cool. Uh, I love that you have uh, a producer here as well who's super into it. I love that uh, I could come in here and really not have to work and just sit here and yeah, just chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't get to do that at many events that I'd see. I'm usually behind the scenes. So uh, this is, uh, yeah, this is, this is great. Now you guys get a little bit of the spotlight. Yeah, there you go. There you go. This is great. I'm not used to spotlight. I like to be behind the scenes. So, (laughs) no, this is awesome. You guys have done a fabulous job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You guys are doing a yeah. And again, you are definitely a big part of that since you have you've helped us learn the technology aspects and helped us set up the microphones and everything. You. So we're grateful. That That's you've the best part us. of my job. When new technology is needed, I have the unfortunate, you know, uh, chore of getting to play with all of it and figuring out That's how it works lie. first. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's horrible when we get drones and new mixing boards, and I just got to sit there all day and play with it. <laughs> gaming computers. Yeah, gaming computers. That was a rough day, guys. That was a rough day. Have them unbox and test all those out. <laughs> Well, thank you, Mr. Swartz and Ms. Martinez for sitting down with us at the roundtable. And we'd also like to thank our listeners for tuning in. Special thanks go out to our producer, Owen Henderson, and our advisor, Ms. Krupp. Contact us at podcast at otsegonights.org. And you can follow us on our social medias. Our Twitter is OHS underscore roundtable. Our Instagram is also OHS underscore roundtable. Subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And if you want, recommend this podcast to a friend or family.